0: Welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Welcome to Episode 85. Today on the Wine Road, we have our guest, Bill Williamson from Williamson Wines, and we're going to be talking about his program, his wines, and things to do as usual. We also have a new sponsor. Tell us about it, Bethy. Gosh, I'm super
1: excited. I'm excited that we get sponsors. I so, know. Uh, This is uh, Compass... California real estate and they actually have an office in Healdsburg so Compass is Northern California's premier luxury real estate brokerage and offers clients true global reach through international digital marketing campaigns that produce proven results and a network of trusted industry contacts around the world. This gives Compass unparalleled marketing and networking power to get clients to buy or sell your home in the Healdsburg area. You can check them out online at www.pacificunion.com. Of course, we'll put that link, you know, in our show notes. So we're really super excited to welcome Compass of Northern California.
0: And you know what a lot of tourists do, one of what Roger and I do, is we always go to real estate offices when we travel to just check stuff out and some, you know, you never know if you're going to buy a house when you're here. I do
1: think we get a lot of visitors from around the world who come here for a great Vacation, And then they think, wow, I could live here. Yeah.
0: And then they do. <laughs> and then what, they do.
2: <laughs> that's what I did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty common. It's a pretty common thing. Okay. So, Bill, yes. I think we uh, we have some wine to start our morning.
2: We do. Yay. We I brought you along one of our Russian River Valley Gewurz. And we call it Gertie, as some of the French do. Gertie? Gertie.
0: Let's get... Oh, my gosh.
2: And Gertie is just a beautiful, luchy-nut-nosed um it's not sweet. It's completely dry. Lovely breakfast wine, but perfect with Asian cuisine.
1: This, this is poor me also going to give a little for a Marcy. And I think that Bill, you know, Bill brought it, so we should probably share a little with Bill. And then I'll just take control of this bottle over here.
2: Mm. <laughs> Let's taste this. Yummy.
1: Wow. Well, is hard to find. Uh, you know, out of we have 200 winery members, very few really are producing Gewürzraminer. So you said this was from Russian River?
2: Correct. Correct. Wow.
1: It's a beautiful it, it creamy is, leachy like you say. You
2: know, the Russian River is a beautiful place to grow uh this type of wine.
0: It's so vibrant.
2: Mm-hmm. And and if you think about we grow um burgundies there, so northern burgundy, Alsace. Yeah, know, exactly. Is uh is this country and and this wine is perfect. Uh,
0: There's not the... a lot of grapes planted in the area, is there?
2: No, I think that's uh mainly because people think of it as a sweet wine and they're used to the to the German versions, which are quite sweet, and the American palate is is really for a dry wine
0: mm-hmm. today. Yeah, this is this is definitely uh, to the dry side. As and,
2: this is dry. Yes. Yeah,
0: this is lovely.
1: This will probably be going home with me at the end of our recording uh, sessions. You know? I think Richard and Beth <laughs> I, I, will we'll <laughs> be fighting. Richard well, goes, "You can rock, leave it for me." I'm like, a you know, no, rock I think, paper scissors <laughs> an empty bottle." Not a problem. No, okay, so
2: tell us about Williamson
1: Wines and how it
2: came to be. Sure. Well, you know, I come from an Australian, as you can tell by my accent, I am Australian, and I come from an Australian winemaking family. In fact, this year celebrates our 100th year uh, making wine.
0: Wow. Congratulations.
2: Thank you. And uh, I came here, I, I went to college and studied physics and computer science and went into the computer business and started a software company in Australia, which went very, very well. Came to Silicon Valley to start a second one, which also went well. But came up to Napa, found uh, one of my friends as a winemaker there and spent some time there and just fell in love with Napa and Sonoma and, and the five valleys. And this is an extremely significant part of of Sonoma's history. This, this city or this country, this area around here has five valleys. And most people look at Napa and Sonoma as over there and over here. Right. Um, I look at Napa as left bank Bordeaux Mm -hmm. and Sonoma as right bank Bordeaux. I look at Russian River Valley and Carneros as north and south Burgundy. And I look at the hilltops around as the Rhone Valley. And so if you think about that, we can grow all of the major varieties within a day's drive. Now, there's no other country that can do that. Every other winemaker in every other country specializes in a style or, or a varietal, whereas here... I make 40 wines. Wow. Oh my Gosh. Right. So wow. it's, it's just, it's heaven for a winemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we currently, we started out in growing grape or planting grapes in two, uh, 1988. And then in uh, 2002, we made our first 750 cases of wine for ourselves. Solely for
0: yourself. Well,
2: that's what we thought. Yeah. <laughs> but people liked them. So we came up with a concept back then. Of only going direct to consumer, only selling through our yeah. wine club, and uh, today that's becoming very much in vogue. But we started out in 2002 doing that as a as a practice. We don't sell our wine to distribution or restaurants or stores, so you can't buy it anywhere. Um, and the only place you can get it's in one of our two tasting rooms in Hillsburg, or fr- in our wine club. And because we make 40 different wines, a wine club's never unhappy or never gets something they don't want because right. we can choose their varietal, they can choose their varietals, their styles, um, and so uh, that we do that. The other thing we, we really wanted to focus on was growing single vineyard, single varietal wines. So over the course of the years, we now have 14 different vineyards in three counties, and uh, we are, those vineyards are divided into more than 40 blocks, and each block has an individual varietal in it um, and each block is is farmed, uh, harvested and made into wine as a separate block. So a single varietal, single vineyard from a single place. So the, the we, and we make those as wines and we bottle them, hence the Gertz that you have here. Uh, it's a very small vineyard. There's only 250 cases produced mm-hmm. and uh, it's exquisite. Yeah, And it's a whole single vineyard, single varietal, not blended in any way. We make uh, all of the Bordeaux's that way, all of the Burgundies and the Rhone's, and then we make the blends from those. So that gives us a multiplication of, of numbers of wines.
0: Wow. You, you can taste... I don't want to say the pureness, but maybe the typicity of this yes. in this Gewurz. It's it's so beautiful.
2: What a good word.
1: <laughs> I know. she's. I usually have to go home and look things up yeah, like yeah, after yeah, we're yeah. done.
2: <laughs> we'll Google that later. I try, yeah. I try to act cool.
1: Like, oh, yeah, okay, right. I was but thinking that too. Not, <laughs> that's not
0: too big a word. But it tastes like it should. Yeah, exactly. You know, varietally exactly. correct, one would we'll say. So
2: wines show showed two major things or three major things. One is their varietal. So, as you say, you need to be varietally correct if you're going to make a single vineyard, single varietal. Secondly, the vineyard needs to be a, a replication of where that varietal is noted for. So, if you're going to make a Pinot, make a Burgundy Pinot, well, the vineyard better produce a Pinot that tastes like a Burgundy and not, you know, like something else. Right. right. Um, and the third thing is uh, the, the climate that year. So, each year... You're governed by, you know, your partner in farming, which is God, um, and and you just don't get the opportunity to appeal. If, if it's going to rain in August, well, <laughs> right, it's going to rain in rain August. In, you don't have right. that much choice. <laughs> right. So um, each year you have a challenge, as, is this varietally correct, or what do we do with it if it isn't? Uh, and so we spend a lot of time in the vineyard making sure that everything is as close to perfect as it can be. It makes the winemaking easy. because our wines are not adjusted. There's no, we don't fine or filter them.
0: Right. Um,
2: so they're pure natural vegan wines. Uh, and all of our vineyards are sustainably farmed. So there's no f- fertilizers. There's not, nothing in them at all. Mm. Um, and they're very low in sulfides because we only make small batches. So we don't move them around.
1: Mm. Yeah. Well, the result is in the glass. This is beautiful. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying. So, uh, yeah, know, breakfast wine. So one thing about Williamson is I feel like you were really one of the first tasting rooms that really embraced the importance of f- showcasing food and wine. That and correct, I think yeah. that you have just continuously built upon that and built upon that. And um, I was so impressed the first time that I went there because at the time it was when you had just the one tasting room in the downtown plaza and every wine was paired with some sort of cheese. And it was it was so simple, but it was amazing, correct. the difference. Yeah.
2: So um, we still have that same tasting room. It's been there 15 years. It has a huge following. It's always jam-packed. And what we do there is a concept I had years ago. I I said, these are fine wines and they really can be served with great foods. But what I would really like to do is try and serve them with the most basic food you can. Yeah, don't
1: take away. So I
2: came up with a concept of fridge foods, you know, stuff you'd find in your fridge. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you open that bottle of wine and in an afternoon you're sitting on the deck and you think, I'm hungry. And you go to the fridge and you find a piece of cheese and some pickles and mustards and jams. Mm -hmm. And so you bring those out and kind of play with them together and you have a marvelous afternoon. And and so that was the concept of uh, our tasting room at 134 Matheson was the fridge food pairing. It's mm-hmm. complimentary. And we do, we use little cheeses and, uh, and mustards and spices mm-hmm. that, that we sell ourselves. And so uh, that's worked out very well. We took that about five years ago. We took that concept to the next level. All of our customers would say, well, what, what food should I have with this? So we would tell them, and then they would ask for a recipe. Yeah. So we decided <laughs> to start recipes. So we, now have hundreds of recipes on our website, and, and they're being uh, made by our chefs. We have four permanent chefs on staff. Wow! And uh, we develop these recipes every every time we release a wine. We develop a new recipe for it. The recipes have four tenants. Uh, number one, you have to be able to buy all the ingredients in your local yeah, supermarket. Yeah, let's make it simple, right? You, can, you have to be able to make it in an apartment kitchen so yeah. you, you don't need the Viking kitchen. Right. <laughs> um, number, Sorry, Viking. Yeah, uh, exactly.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking Viking.
2: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a different thing. Oh, a yeah.
0: different kind of Viking. Well, the, you no, have to you Google it. You that. have to kill a sheep <laughs> in you, your kitchen. You
2: don't need the full stainless uh, double wide stove <laughs> yeah, or anything like right.
0: that. Uh, right. thir- and that's what people appreciate. They come there and they can recreate it. Yep. You right. You know, it's the, not so uber fancy. Correct. They can't enjoy it at right. home.
2: The third thing we require is that you can make it and serve it in an hour. Yeah. And the fourth is it has to work perfectly with the wine we've paired it with. So these are recipes that we call them Wednesday night recipes. You can come home from work Wednesday night. You can grab a bottle of wine, put the recipe together. In less than an hour, you're sitting there eating and drinking and, you know, the night the night is yours.
0: That's what the people want. That's what I want. <laughs> and
2: that's what we do in our second tasting room. You can go there and do a flight. Because we have 40 wines, you can't possibly taste them all in one right. hit. But you've, if you like the idea and you've tasted them at one of the tasting rooms... You can come and order a flight, and it could be just Rhone's or just Bordeaux's or just Burgundies, or a mixture, and the chef will create a dish for each wine, fresh every day on the spot, and uh, you can sit there, and in and an hour you can taste five wines or six wines with six beautiful dishes, and that's become... Uh, we. We started that. We didn't know whether it would work, and it's become well, fantastic. It's become
1: the standard, yep. Yep. you know. People... So is that something that you need a reservation for? or is it, it is. Drop- that's uh, yes, I would by appointment.
2: So. Uh, uh-huh. You just call and uh, ask for a reservation. Uh-huh. And uh, as a special offer for ev- anyone listening to this podcast, the first 10 people who call in, we'll give them a tasting for four with the foods uh, for free.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. my goodness. There's <laughs> okay, an offer. Okay. The first you... eight.
2: That we've, we've just got the first two <laughs> oh, seven, right here. Oh, seven, because Richard's in the other room going, oh, my God. Oh, seven. He's dialing. <laughs> he's picking up the phone now. <laughs> you, if the countdown's on. You better dial in quickly. You'll lose it. And <laughs> it's what's like the, a number? Re, you the number? You've uh, got to the number. 707-433-1500.
0: You heard it there, folks. We'll put it in that the show notes, too. An but
1: awesome offer. I would call
0: right now. That's, that's well, a great and you offer. You just make
1: amazing wines. and. I've been in the taste room so many different times and have a lot of different people helping me. And everyone has just been, I've always just walked out there thinking, everyone that works here is so dialed in. And I've listened to the conversations at other tables and I feel like they can speak to their audience. So the people who really know wine, you know, they can talk to that level. And the people who are just, you know, starting out, they really teach them as they go. Yep. So they, you really train your staff. They yes. really are great. They
2: do uh, go through a significant amount of training. They They come from, our industry in some way or another in the background. They might be, have a food background, mm-hmm. but they certainly come from a food and wine-loving perspective. Mm-hmm. They have to be passionate about food and wine to even get the interview right? because um, we, don't, we don't pay commissions. We don't have salespeople. You either like our wines or you don't. Mm-hmm. If you love them, you can join the wine club. And our concept is, if you join the wine club, we don't want you for a year. We want you forever. For forever, So yeah. we want to give you value. Every time you get that cardboard box full of wine, we want it to have value. Mm-hmm. So we have people who are excited when they receive it because now they're going to cook some new recipes. Right. And this is like wine and food for everyone. Let me tell you about something new. Okay. So uh, we've recently taken a new space uh, next to our uh, uh, space at 18 Matheson. It's actually 20 Mathesons adjoining. We're opening up the wall between the two, and we're starting uh, a a kind of a restaurant in reverse. So you can come in there, you can sit at the bar, and you can order a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. Whatever wine you order, the chef will make a food tray for that wine, and so you'll have a glass of wine and the food that goes with it so instead of going to a restaurant and ordering food and then right. thinking about wine, you come in and think about wine, and the food just comes with it.
0: Well, that's what I do. I always mm-hmm. think of my wine first. So that's that's perfect. Exactly. I love that.
2: Yeah. And I, we try and teach people that. If you go to a restaurant and they- I tr- decide
0: what I want to drink, and then I go to the food. Yep. I do but, that too. Yeah. Yep. I never told anybody because I thought it sounded uh. so dumb.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. It's, uh, that's what
0: I do. No, yeah. when I go, people say, well, what are you going to have to eat? I said, wait, I I'm thinking about what I'm going to drink first. Exactly. Yeah. And, and
2: so this is a place where you can come in and- Pick a wine and yeah. it might be a challenge. You might want to find something like a So I mean, yeah. you know, a lot of people haven't tried that uh, or it might be a beautiful Cabernet and whatever it is, the chef will create the food to go with it and a little plate of food and a glass of wine is $15. And so oh this gosh. will
0: be under the one umbrella of the tasting room it or will will, be called something It's actually different? called
2: Bill's Cellar.
0: Bill's Cellar, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: We have a cellar club, which is adds an extra bottle to your typical wine club shipment and uh, because people ask me for years, people ask me, uh, what do you drink when you're not drinking your own wine? And I tell them, well, I drink wines from my cellar. So then they say, <laughs> I want one of your cellar wines. So the concept is, if, if you like my wines, you like my palate, right. therefore you would like wines that I like. So we have sister wineries around the world in Australia and in France, and I, I'll go, I, we go every year to Australia and we take a group of our wine club to Australia for a food and wine trip. And we do the same in, in Europe. And as I find a winery that's like us, it's unique, it's focused on quality, uh, small production, not much distribution or no distribution because that makes them unique, I'll buy a pallet of their wine and mm-hmm. ship it back. And that goes out to my cellar club, just one bottle, goes out to the cellar club. Uh, and What
1: a nice surprise. And so when oh we, my s- gosh.
2: we looked for a name for this, we said, why don't we just call it Bill's Cellar? Yeah, yeah I so love it. We're doing it.
0: That's spot on. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, because that's how you learn about wine. You drink widely. You Correct. drink different things that you're not really familiar with and really helps you discover your own palate. Well,
2: we made uh, a Shiraz that's very Australian in, in its style, and then we made another Shiraz that's very um, probably French more in its style. And so people will say, Well, tell us the difference between Australian Shiraz and the French Shiraz. And so you can see it. We made the second one so you could actually see the difference. Mm-hmm. So now someone could say, well, I'd like to try a really good Australian Shiraz, right. and then your Australian style, and then your French style, try the three of them, and say so can, we can do that.
1: Yeah, that's um, fantastic. Love super it. Fun. So what is it that you like to do, Bill, when you're not uh, <laughs> there at the winery, and, yeah. and you're not entertaining wine club people, or, you know, what do you like to do in Sonoma County?
2: So it's an interesting question. Thank you. Um, I come from a software background. I mean, I come from a wine background, but I come from a software background too. And, and so I have a son who is also a computer scientist. And uh, we were looking for something to run our business because our business was, is quite diversified. We now have all these recipes. We have a range of spices, uh, 350 different spices. We have jams and jellies and mustards, that, as well as all those wines. And so uh, we wanted something that would manage our business very well. We couldn't find anything, so we built it ourselves. Well, a number of other wineries found out about it and came to me and said, "Look, can we see it?" So we showed it to them, and they all said, "Well, we want it." So we floated a new software company, and we now have a company called Grape Gears, uh, which makes marketing, sales, and marketing winery uh, software for wineries, and it's it's got grown virally. It's in. Texas, it's in New York, it's in Oregon, it's all through California. We've just released it in Australia in the first three Australian systems. So,
1: well, everyone is in that same boat with that industry. They all have wine clubs. You're trying to keep track of those people. They're exactly. actual on the floor inventory. You know what's you know, they're staffing everything. And In it's fact, called Grape
2: it's, Gears? Grape Gears, yeah. Grape
0: Gears. So your hobby,
1: when you relax, is to go back to work. <laughs> That's what I, was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking of something entirely different, you know, fishing. or Oh, no, yeah. I work on software. Yeah.
2: So I, uh, I, I I travel a lot with the wine club, and my wife and I always tack on a week before and a week after on those trips. And we do interesting things for us, which, which involve food and wine. Sure. The software gives me a, a chance to Integrate with other, talk to other wineries, find yeah. out what their their challenges are, and and
0: share knowledge. Share the yeah. knowledge. Yeah,
2: you know the wine industry is changing. It's it's diverting into the big ones who keep buying up the smaller right. or middle sized oh, ones, changing. and then the little family owned ones, kind of like us. The only chance for a customer to get now a single vineyard, single varietal, uh, that's unique and beautiful is From the little family wineries, exactly. Uh, And so, if we don't survive, helping
0: them persevere, that will go
2: away, and you'll just drink Coca Cola wine, Uh,
0: right? right? And they need the help and support of infrastructure like that so they can compete and stay viable. Correct. So
2: this this gives them the chance to sell direct, create a a user base or a customer base of their own, and to manage their own destiny, Mm. right. Managing their own destiny. Champion there of you the go. little man. Oh, well, you know, I'm a big man. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: but you're helping. That's food <laughs> and wine, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah <laughs> you wine, know, exactly. It looks good on you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you. Funny. Okay, so if people are looking for Williamson Wines, I'm assuming that the uh, website is just that Williamson Wines.
2: WilliamsonWines.com.
1: And uh, you have. The two tasting rooms with a third somewhat yep. sort of soon-to-be opening all in downtown Healdsburg. All in
2: downtown Hillsburg, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: And then do you do anything at your property in Dry Creek or not?
2: Uh, only for wine club members. Uh-huh. We'll do private uh, dinners at home for wine club members, but that's that's all. And every year we do, uh, we celebrate my birthday and the, or the start of harvest with a pig roast and uh, the end of harvest or my, Dawn's birthday, my wife's mm-hmm. birthday, with a lobster feast, Nice. And nice. we have a few friends come over, and that's that's all we do out yeah, there. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a beautiful property out there. So, um, are you, is Dawn in the tasting room very much anymore, or not? Yes.
2: Or? Uh, you know, we we try and get her to uh, to not be in the tasting room yeah. because she's got plenty to do. Right. But she just loves the interaction with people. I mean, our our tasting room is different because the people there love our wines and they keep coming back. And so it's like they're all friends. We're really, see,
1: they, see yeah, they, see friends, they want to see you. Yeah, they want to see you. They want to see Dawn, Right. Yeah. But
2: but it's also like it brings people together, mm-hmm. and and I'll, I'll tell you a little story because you you like to hear stories. Yes, and I do. I'll, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> so um, my son Sam, it tra- he's our brand ambassador. Mm-hmm. He travels around. He went, goes to the Kentucky Derby. He goes to Indy oh, Five Hundred. He could be the brand ambassador. Yeah, the yeah.
1: Kentucky Derby. <laughs> we need a hat. Well, we
2: have we have wine club members who own horses yeah. that run, and we have uh, a lot of the Indy Five Hundred uh, folks are in the wine club, and mm-hmm. some of the drivers, and so on. so he he goes and plays. And he was in uh, Dallas at the release of a new Aston Martin. Oh, nice. And uh, so he, we're pouring wine. He's pouring wine there. And he meets a guy. And so they get, they get pretty friendly and talking. And, and he said, I love your story. I'd like to paint you.
1: Oh, he said, cool. I'm an
2: artist. And Sam said, well, <laughs> okay. you know, w- what color? Right? <laughs> yeah, they're really
1: going to paint me. Um, <laughs>
2: he said, no, no, no. He said, uh, I've painted a lot of famous people. I'd like to paint you. He, Sam said, well, who have you painted? He said, well, Pope John Paul.
1: Oh, my Ronald goodness. Reagan, oh, Chuck my Norris, <laughs> and <laughs> wow. most
2: of the Apollo astronauts. Oh,
1: my Lord. And
2: Sam said, oh, okay. So okay. Sam, Sam called me, and I said, You yeah, should sure, do it. So he did it, and he called Sam and said, come to the release at my gallery of your painting. So Sam flies down, pours some wine, and he meets a guy in the audience who's been painted by this guy. It's Buzz Aldrin, the astronaut. Oh, my Lord. So Buzz says to Sam, I love these wines. This is the 50th anniversary of the lunar landing, right. NASA is bringing the uh, Apollo astronauts together at the Kennedy Space Center for dinner. And I want your wine served there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we get in touch with NASA. What Nat- an honor. NASA. No kidding, what an honor. NASA go, yes, you can yeah. uh, send us the wines. And we, so we did that. And we actually made a, a special champagne just for the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Buzz says to Sam, come out and bring your friend. He says, can I bring my dad? And I said, yeah. He said, Sure. So uh, Sam and I, uh, July, are going to NASA oh to spend Lord. an evening oh having dinner with all of the astronauts. What an honor. The, the living ones that walk yeah. on the moon. Yeah. and That,
0: that is that one that small in. step for wine, one go. large
2: step for <laughs> Phil <laughs> Williamson. <There you laughs> but that's that's a classic of how wine brings people together.
1: Okay. So let's see. What else do we have going here today? Do we have a book? I think we have a book to talk about. We have a book. But we're not going to talk about it. I'm going to (laughs) say Bill is the best guest. He brings wine. He also brings a book. So
0: So, he brought a book. It's called Way Beyond Wine, The Williamson Wine Story. And I'm going to let Bill talk a little bit about it. I'm I'm so impressed.
2: Well, again, I I spent a lot of time talking to our customers and everyone asked me for our story. How did you get here? You're Australian. When did you start? What did you do? And so um, I, having answered every question 500 times, oh, yeah. I thought it was right. time to that's write them idea. down. Write it mm-hmm. down. And a friend of ours, a wine club member, is a Stanford professor. And he said, I'll, I'll edit it for you. And, oh, and perfect. He, he and his wife edited it for us. And that's his name on the, on the book too. And um, so we wrote the book. But I wanted to write more than just a series of stories. So most books that are self-help books, they give you a formula in the beginning and then they kind of walk you through it. So I showed the stories in the beginning, and right at the end, there's a formula for how to get things more done more in your life, how, how to do more in your life. Let me tell you, today, so many people are worried about eating and drinking and, and putting years on their life. Mm-hmm. And my concept is, no, no, don't do that. Put some more life in your years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Get more done in the years you have and enjoy it. Yes. Um, and so the book is about our adventures in coming here, some of the wines that we make, and a little story about how you can get more done.
0: How exciting, I can't wait to read this. We're going to get those autographed
1: before we yes, leave here Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> sure,
2: we can do
0: that. Can get your thumbprint and social security <laughs>
1: oh, number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: You wouldn't be the first.
1: <laughs> That's on oh, chapter no. six. There's a story.
2: I have uh, titanium knees, so every time I go through the airport, I have to get frisked and wandered. And, you know, that I, brings
0: people together too. Oh, I,
2: I've got a whole lot of new friends. <laughs>
1: So I, I have an item, Marcy. Good. Bill is going to be like, what did Let's I get myself it. into? So we always have some sort of, you know, fun wine item. Sure. So this, unfortunately, this is actually how it came to me, in an envelope with no name on it whatsoever. So I have to go back and find the name of the company. But what this is. I can't so, see from so, here. Oh. So there's a little hole in the bottom, and you put that in your dishwasher. So you stick this over the little arms that stick up, like to hold your glasses. hmm you stick that over that, and then you put this eclipse onto the stem of your glassware. Oh, so, so if you're doing great Riedel glasses at breaking. your house, Bill, you probably don't want to throw them in the dishwasher
2: and use it. Well, we, great Riedel glasses, you never put in a dishwasher. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Though, you yeah. never put those yeah. in the dishwasher. But in my house, these would work <laughs> perfectly for I my glasses that. from Target, and it just so that lip fits around the okay, stem. Okay, so that holds the stem like a little hand. Yeah, so then the glass will stand up straight in your dishwasher. Right. Okay, from over here I thought that was a purple straw. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So in our little show notes we'll put the name of where they came from. I think. It's like E.T. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, to come phone home, wash my glass. <laughs>
1: yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, sure. Well, Beth brought an item. Woohoo! I know, it's a big day. For
2: or, my or, work here is done. Or you could just spend $8,000 and buy a Hobart dishwasher, yes, a glass well, washer, right? Yeah, there <laughs> That's you my go. Next Move.
1: <laughs> you have to have a larger house then. <laughs> there you go. I have a- <laughs> I,
2: now the little blue straws are making sense, yeah, it's aren't like, they? Okay, <laughs> no, <it's perfect. laughs>
1: okay, so I think that kind of wraps up our show. Um, I was going to remind people again that uh, if they are planning a trip here, they could always go on to wineroad.com, and right on the homepage there's a giant box that says concierge service. If you fill that out, you can tell us the kinds of wines you'd like to see and how many days you're going to be here and, you know, whatever your special interests are. And we will try to help you come up with an itinerary. So, yeah. you know, and it's a real person. It's not like database driven. It's Debbie and Beth driven.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> we right. think about what's really going to be perfect real for humans. you. Real humans. Yeah. yeah. That's and, and that's sweet.
2: the best way. We, yeah. we, the, we do really have a concierge ourselves yeah. and it, they're human beings and, and that's the only way to do yeah. it.
0: Anyways, we will put everything in the show notes. Mm -hmm. We'll put in how you can find Williamson Wine. We'll put the website in there. We'll put a link to the book. We'll put a link to our sponsor and our little purple glass holder <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our item but Bill you're a pleasure you're this so much so fun oh, my pleasure you're the best guest brings everything awesome. I don't the forget the first lines.
2: seven people who call yeah. in yes.
0: <laughs> don't forget that if you haven't called by the end of this podcast there's something yeah. wrong with yeah, you you're exactly. missing out but yep. uh, when you come and plan your visit definitely plan your stop at Williamson you will not be disappointed
1: right. that's great
0: thank you our pleasure we'll see you on the wine Route. thank you Bill